Don't miss out on your chance to listen to four-time Super Bowl champ Charlie Weiss on the only podcast solely devoted to everyone's favorite position in football, the quarterback. Listen for free now by subscribing wherever you get podcasts or by going to CelebrityQB.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest in sports news, fantasy analysis, and opinions. Don't forget the hot takes. Can't have a sports show without hot takes these days. What about hot cakes, though? Mm, I want some hot cakes. Now, here's your host, ready to jump into the thick of things, Dwayne Callender. Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne Callender. We are finally here, the first Sunday of the NFL season, so going to get right down to it, going to get into the uh, spread picks, uh, also the uh, matchups I actually think uh, are actually going to be, who's going to be the winners, and what's actually going to be a good matchup. Uh, we'll get into some DFS later, talk about the Le'Veon Bell nonsense, so without much further ado... Uh, we'll talk briefly about the Atlanta-Philadelphia game. I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, Atlanta should have won this game without question. Between Sark and his play calling that makes no sense going jumbo package on the goal line when he had absolutely no reason to because the Philly run defense is that stout, at least try to spread him out. Or Matt Ryan just being scared in the pocket and overthrowing everything and everyone, uh, you know, it, it's just unbelievable how Atlanta managed to lose that game with Philly not playing well and having injured linebackers that Atlanta never took advantage of. It made no sense uh, how Atlanta botched that game. But it's the Falcons, so of course they found a way to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. So let's get into it with Pittsburgh at the Browns. The 1-31 and 31 Browns. If this was any other matchup uh, across the board for uh, in the league that Pittsburgh was traveling to, I would say the Steelers would be in a deep, deep doo-doo given the amount of back and forth between the team ripping on Le'Veon Bell, uh, like not being focused, like the just the amount of infighting going on with the Steelers. The line has gone from 7.5, uh, a spread cover for them to basically four and a half uh, to four. You know, let's be honest with ourselves here. If you really think that the Browns at one and 31 over the last two years are going to beat the Steelers, you know, my hat off to you. You know, if, if you were able to lock in the spread originally on a spread pool with Cleveland being at seven and a half, yeah, I'd say, yeah, roll the dice there. It's week one, you know, a lot of rust, and Le'Veon Bell is not playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it's a huge loss. And no, James Conner is not coming close to that kind of production. So stop asking me that question for fantasy purposes, folks. You know, and no, you should not be trained for James Conner either. I heard that advice too. It, it, I, I, I blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm not giving up valuable trade pieces for James Conner when the, the, the Le'Veon situation might resolve itself in two or three weeks, not ten. But anyway, I look at this and I'm still saying, yes, Cleveland definitely added pieces, but it's still going to take some time for uh, 
Turrod Taylor instead of Tyrod. Turrod Taylor and that wide receiver core to get on track. You know, yes, they can take advantage of certain parts of uh, Pittsburgh's defense, but I'm not taking that chance week one. Uh, I'd rather have uh, had uh, Cleveland get some reps in on the offensive end because I'm not worried about Cleveland's defense. I actually think Cleveland's going to surprise people, and they may even be up at the end of the first half. I just don't think it's going to be a sustained uh, presence throughout the game where Cleveland's going to be able to hold down Pittsburgh. I, I take the Steelers to win out right here, and they're going to cover. whether uh, Whatever the line's going to end up being, uh, I, I still say that the Steelers win probably around six points. So if you're able to get that uh, touchdown or a seven-half spread in the picks pool, or you just locked in your bet way early, more power to you. I, I, I still look at the Steelers winning this one. Uh, and it's, uh, it's probably going to be by a touchdown. Miami as the home dog hosting the Tennessee Titans. You know, Tennessee, you can argue, is marginally better. But I really, I, you know, I, I have my doubts about Tennessee. They did not look good in the preseason. Mar- uh, Marcus Mariota did not really have great rapport with his wide receivers. This could be a touch-and-go kind of situation here. And... In a coin flip situation, I'm going to take a home dog here. Uh, so I'm going to take Miami. Tannehill, we all know, sucks as a quarterback. And yes, Jarvis Landry is gone. But uh, again, this is one of those matchups where it's like it could go either way. I know most of the public is going to be on Tennessee just because Tennessee made the playoffs last year. Tennessee was very fortunate to make the playoffs last year. I don't think they're that demonstrably better than Miami. I, I think this ends up being a very close matchup, so I'm, I'm going to take the home dog here uh, with the Dolphins. Buffalo at Baltimore. The return of the Peterman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh man. Oh, this is too easy. I, I mean, the amount of jokes you can make about Nathan Peterman. Uh, I, I mean, I'll put it to you this way. The Buffalo Bills actually put out a hype video for Nathan Peterman when they announced him at the starter. The line for the Ravens jumped from five and a half to eight points with the news that Peterman's the starter. The line—I uh, believe the line's uh, still at eight and a half. Uh, you know, so many people have. Yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, got got my dad on the line here. Wait, so dad, what do you say the Jets did? The Jets released a wine celebrating their yeah, their they their lone the Super Bowl victory. Uh, the, the winner of Super Bowl, thirty-one Super Bowl three. Super Bowl three. <laughs> Super Bowl three. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, you know what would happen if you if you had had that bottle of wine when they won that Super Bowl. Yeah, no, they, they, they haven't been close, uh, but, uh, 
But anyway, Kelly, I'm I'm doing the spread picks here, so I'm talking about the oh. the, the wonder that is Nathan Peterman. Let me tell you something. Uh, you know, you want to tell yourself that there's no way he's going to throw five picks. He can't be that bad. You know, uh, it, it's, it's the like, Ravens' it, defense. And he's it all out the first, the first time we met. So the next time, it, it can only go. Well, the thing but, is, he's. You know, it, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, there's some teams. There's some teams that I think somebody should just take over. Right now, the Bills are, are, are like that because I really don't but, understand. But that's the thing; doing. they they've sold, they've changed owners already. It, it, it's owned by Pergula, but like literally, anyone like can someone sell the Buffalo Bills to Mark Cuban or anyone? Anyone with half a brain? Is it that I, hard? I I don't get it. I I, I really don't get it. You know, you know when these guys buy these teams. If if before you go and buy a team, the first thing you got to do is say, okay, we got to buy a team. We don't know shit about running a team. Let's do some work about who is going to run the team for us. You know, because I mean, you only have to look around the NFL and see what bad management does to a team. Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns. These were good teams when they had good management. And look at them now. You know, bad management. You know, you know so y- you can see, and, and, and then you look around, you see the Steelers, the Giants, the Patriots, what good stable management does for a team. I don't say how to win a Super Bowl every time, but good stable management will always keep you relevant. I mean, these teams, to have your team be a laughing stock, and uh, look, you only, you only got to look and see what a bad man Just look at what Jerry Reese did to the Giants in, in, in those years yeah. he was there. You know, everybody was like, well, they won two Super Bowls. Yeah, and, and now... Well, well, well Jer- Jer- Jerry was only responsible for one of them, and you could still make the argument that a lot of the 2011 team were holdovers from the 2017. So, well, yeah, yeah. Well, nobody ever wants to, you know. It, it, look, it, it, the, the problem, with, the thing with Jerry, what Jerry got away with, it was he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy, and he didn't make it, so everybody liked him. But he was one of the worst managers the Giants ever had. You understand? And I'm not gonna think because he was a black guy. You screwed the team. You can't drop that bad. You can't. You gotta be able to look down at your roster and say, "But this guy was from this guy was from that, and this guy was a." The Giants can't do that. The Giants look around there and outside of Landon Collins and maybe you know Beckham and a a few guys. There is nothing. And a good manager really builds his team from the the, the, the the third round down. That's where you get your depth. You know, who you think just where the other thing Justin Tucker and, and, and Newman all of them came from. You didn't even first round picks. Those guys weren't, weren't, weren't early, early picks and deal and all of that.
that he's got. They weren't yeah. early picks. Yeah. But, you know? But, yeah, so the point I was getting at, though, was, you know, this line could be at minus 10, and I would still take the Ravens because the Bills, no one's going to respect that passing game and just stack the box against LaShawn McCoy. You know, as bad as Joe Flacco is, I still got to take the Ravens minus 10 because the Bills aren't going to generate much offense. Like, that, that is the most lopsided matchup on the slate today, in my opinion. Well, I, I, well I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you another thing. At least the Ravens have a fallback. If, ja, if Joe Flacco is awful, you can always stick uh, uh, Jackson in there. Well, well they're going to run – well, they already said they're going to run some plays for Jackson. Uh, but it's oh. like I still think the long ter- the long-term plan is for – uh, Jackson to ride the pine for the entire year. If Flacco gets hurt, they'll put in RG three. But like I think for this year alone, they're they're just gonna run packages for Lamar Jackson. I don't think they're gonna risk him uh, uh, developing bad habits because he's the starter. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I I I didn't I didn't understand the Bills uh, thing. They 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 they. Because the quarterback that they drafted, a lot of people think he has talent, the arm strengthening, but there's nobody, I mean nobody, that didn't think he was something that's a long term, that he needed a lot, a lot, a lot of seasoning. He's not even close to being ready. So when you're doing that, to me, you gotta have an established quarterback, yeah. so somebody he can sit, you know, can mentor him. I don't know who's gonna, who's mentoring this guy. Feed him up. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, 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 like I said, to me, this this is the lock of the week: Baltimore beating Buffalo. I, I you know, if Nathan Peterman somehow develops this magical throwing motion. That doesn't telegraph his passes to every DB in the area. You know what? I I I I will be utterly stunned. But yeah, that's the lock lock of the week in my opinion. Yeah, because teams do it two ways. They have a quarterback guru who is there, who is gonna teach this guy, or you get a veteran who's pretty good. Who knows that this guy is going to take over from you in two years, three years, or whatever. You know. So he grooms the guy coming behind him. And there's nobody up in Buffalo that's going to do that. Yeah. I, I really, I never yeah. understood how they did that. Yeah. But anyway, let, let's keep it moving. So we, uh, we got Houston playing uh, uh, New England. I'm looking at this. The Patriots usually struggle early on to start the year. And I know uh, Deshaun Watson's coming back off the knee injury. But the Patriots being uh, favored by a touchdown is a bit high. I think the New England wins this one. But I, I think uh, it's it's actually like uh, probably by a field goal of four points. I can't see uh, New England winning by that much. Unless it turns into one of those blowouts where the Texans defense doesn't show up at all. Which is entirely possible. But I, I don't think that th- this is a matchup where 
uh, Deshaun Watson isn't going to be able to uh, uh, generate offense against that Patriots defense, which still has a number of question marks surrounding it after that Super Bowl loss. Well, um, it's not so much that I'm saying that the Texans defense mightn't show up, but uh, depending on what happens this year, I may be recommending a seance for the, the Texans because if, if I see in the first or second quarter, he guys going down. I'm like, you know, <laughs> in, in Trinidad, they say when they're happy, you need a bush bat, you know, <laughs> because if the Texans end up losing J.J. Watt and those key guys on defense again this year, some, some, something's wrong over there. Yeah. They, may, they may have to start, you know, doing, going, <laughs> Going down to New Orleans and doing yeah. get some voodoo or something because it, it can't be happening, uh, you know, yeah. two years in a row. Yeah, because well, uh, I I remember that first game and you knew the season was almost over. Yeah, when they they lost those two starting linemen. Yeah, you know. All right, uh, we're gonna keep moving. Uh, we we we've got and since you just had a heart procedure, I don't want you watching this game. We got Jacksonville playing our Giants. I don't want you watching this game, to be honest. Look, let me tell you something. It is what it is. It is what it is. I had a way I wanted the Giants to go. They didn't go that way. You know, look, the Giants are trying to recover from the Jerry Reese era. And they're trying it to do it. They're trying to do it on the fly. You know, uh, they don't want to do it the long-term way. We, you know, so it is what it is. Uh, I tell you what, if that line stands up, I'm not talking about winning the game, you know, because uh, that would be a shocker. But if that line stands up against the pass rush of Jacksonville, it will be something to yeah. to kind of hang your hat on that maybe we turn in a corner. Well, see, here's my thing. The Giants are three-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs. I'm actually going to take the Giants here if for one reason only. The other quarterback's Blake Bortles. Like, well, as, as bad as the Giants' defense is, Blake Bortles will find a way to keep the Giants in this game. So I don't think, so I don't think the Giants are going to win this game. But I, you know, I look at this and I'm saying to myself, I think Blake Borders is going to find a way to keep the Giants in this game. <laughs> well, if, if I'm Jacksonville, if I'm Jacksonville, he doesn't see that ball a lot. I run that ball and let the Giants show if they can stop the run. I, you know, now if the Giants stop the run, they may be in a pickle having to have Borders throw that ball, but... If I'm Jacksonville, I'm saying I got a good secondary and a really good front seven. I, I'm playing defense and running the ball. Yeah. You know, to me, to me, that's how Jacksonville need to play the season. I don't know if they're going to do it. You know, I was surprised that they didn't get rid of Bortles. Uh, you know, with the amount of quarterbacks that was running around this season, it's just, I it, it, didn't understand. It, it, it's 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 one it's one it's one of the, it's one of the questions I'll have for Tom Coughlin 
it, uh, when he retires was, really? You you really want to roll the dice with Blake Bortles like with that defense? Because it's it's like it was such an unconventional approach of doing it is that he has so much confidence in that defense he 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 really says you know the amount of money I would pay for some of these other guys I'd rather keep the defensive players and have this screw up be my quarterback. Look, a lot of people try to go by that Baltimore way where they think uh, uh, they won a Super Bowl with Delpha, and But the one thing I'll say about Trent Delpha, Trent Delpha knew who Trent Delpha was. So <laughs> he wasn't going to try to make plays. Bottles doesn't know who Bottles is. He actually thinks he can make plays. He can make shit happen. And it, he can't. So that's the problem I think they have. That's why I would have gotten rid of him. You know, so, you know, I, they rolled the dice. I didn't, when I got such a good team with that one little flaw, I think I'm going to, I'm going to pick that scab. I'm not leaving it on there. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I didn't understand it. You know, there were too many quarterbacks available where, even if you didn't want to go with the high, high price one, you could have go with a more silver something than big bottles. Um, yeah. Just admit he's a boss and leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like he got three seasons or four seasons of the movie. He's been there a while. Yeah. Anyway. He hasn't gotten any better. Anyway, we, 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 we've, got, we've got another uh, matchup uh, on the board here for the 1 p.m. because... The 1 p.m. slate is loaded today. Yeah, uh, I know. You've got you've got the Jimmy G hype train coming into Minnesota to uh, to face uh, the uh, the new quarterback of the Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Here's my thing. You know, San Francisco's defense hasn't gotten that much better. I gotta take the Vikings minus five and a half. Uh, I, I mean, if if we're being honest with ourselves here. Garoppolo has had six games in his NFL career. The fact that this line isn't higher surprises me, given how bad San Francisco's overall team roster was a year ago. You know, I, I think the, the people are being way too kind to the 49ers, expecting them to win the NFC West this year. You know, it's a down year for the NFC West, but to me, that's the Rams' uh uh, division to lose by a landslide. It, it, like to me, San Francisco is a nine-win team at best. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, people are like forecasting a playoff run for the 49ers, and I'm like, I, I don't, you know, I see some nice players on this roster, but I don't see an overall great team. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I look. The Garoppolo thing, you know, everybody going crazy that he won five games. Look, I always say, there's a, it, it, it's like the, um, uh, when, 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 when you come on in relief and you're five runs down and, and, and you pitch scoreless innings, everybody says, ah, you know, Dwayne does this, you're five runs down. Are you trying to take a shot at Clayton Kershaw? Are you trying to take a shot at Clayton Kershaw in the World Series? <laughs> you know, it, 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 look, Garoppolo went there. 
The 49ers is going nowhere. It's easy. If 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 you lose, you, well, everybody knew you came to a bad team anyway. You know, you just gotta don't screw up as much. So it always calms you down much more. Now, Garoppolo could come out and be the next coming of Tom Brady. I don't know. You understand? Tom Brady showed up in a playoff game and never looked back. You understand? That's a big difference. <laughs> That's a big difference. That's not, you know, we're down and it's the end of the season and there's no pressure. He showed up in the playoffs. You know, I, so let's wait and see. Uh, you know, I, I don't send people to, to the Hall of Fame off of six games that, you know, it has really no no big bearing on it, you know, because it's it's I, I, there's nothing for me to go by. So let me see him play a season. You know, let me see him play a season when there's expectation. Don't forget, uh, uh, my boy won 11 games in in, in um in, in New England and uh, uh, hey yeah. hey. Casualty, took him on, uh, hey, hey, Matt Castle, oh. Matt Castle is not the same kind of guy as Jimmy Garoppolo. You I mean, know, Matt, Cas- I, Matt, know, Ca- I, Matt Castle I, I, wasn't dating porn stars at the year before. one. <laughs> so I'm, I, I don't get, I don't get carried away with you. I've seen these movies before, you know. So it, 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 it's, it's when, when, when you get, in, when you get thrown in with, 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 you know. I don't, I don't really worry. I, I really, really don't worry. You know. So, it's, 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 it is what it is with, with, with Grapple. So, let's, let's, let the season go on and let's see what, what, what's what. You know, uh, because those are two quarterbacks that has a lot on the line. Because Cousins has a lot on the line, too, because it's basically telling him, all we was missing is you last year, and we would have won the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> a lie. He's never shown me that he is that quarterback. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's, yeah. it's two guys that got a lot to prove. You know. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on, we we've got uh, we got a, a a throwaway matchup between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. New Orleans favored by almost ten points. Uh, you know, New Orleans is going to win this game. Uh, you know, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick for crying out loud. The only question is if is if New Orleans going to do what they usually do, which is come out slow to start the year offensively and keep things interesting. So I know folks are going to back uh, – some folks are going to back uh, Tampa because the line's so big. You know, we've seen the Ryan Fitzpatrick story too many times for me to ever – Trust Ryan Fitzpatrick to do something competently. So uh, I, I'm 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 gonna be ta- I'm gonna be taking New Orleans here. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take New Orleans because two things. Uh, that that Tampa defense has never lived up to its reputation. They they they, they still can't stop nobody. They hasn't proved it. And when you throw in the couple of turnovers that that Ryan always seems. He always throws that pick six, you know. So New Orleans are already up by six. So <laughs> even before the game starts, so 
the death a few years ago. And like I said, I don't think those guys exist. Yeah. You know, it's I I I I that that's a, a thing I would take. Yeah. I would take that line. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on uh, to the last 1 p.m. matchup. We've got the returning Andrew Luck and the Colts, two and a half point favorites over Cincinnati. The only reason why I can see the Colts being favored at all in this matchup is because of how much of a screw up the Cincinnati Bengals are as a as an organization as a whole. <laughs> Because to, uh, l- let's be clear, like Andrew Luck has not looked good in the preseason. He hasn't shown that he can throw a deep ball. He hasn't shown much of anything that makes him that much of a viable asset over J- Jacoby Brissett. And Jacoby Brissett is a replacement level QB. The problem is with Luck is that we haven't seen anything to justify people automatically penciling in the Colts as a team that can win the AFC South, which is what people are doing right now. They're looking at him as a dark horse candidate if the Jaguars slip up at all that the, the Colts can win the AFC South. And I'm like, can, can, can we pump the brakes here, folks? Because I actually need to see something out of uh, the Colts here because I'm not, you know, I'm not signing off on it. It's like, I'll take the Bengals as an underdog here only because of the fact that, you know, I, I, I haven't seen much out of the Colts. And the Colts' defense is one of the worst in the league. Last time I checked, Cincinnati still had A.J. Green. I, I look at this as one of those games where it's probably going to come down to a field goal. I'll take the chance on Cincinnati winning. Well, one of the problems I, I have with that is that you're talking about the defense. They didn't really do much with the, the offensive line. Yeah. And it, it was it, one of the worst in the league. I mean, that's what almost got Luck killed, you know. So, And he's coming back to stand up in front of almost the same line. So, I, you know, I, I keep hearing them talking about the, the course and the Luck is back and what, whatever, but it's, he's, he's in the same position that he was in before, and they couldn't keep him healthy. And he is a, like an injury-prone quarterback to begin with. You know, because he's a big guy, and he, he likes to take hits, and he he likes to run and, and get hits and stuff. But he just, that, that line, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't bet a dime against it, you know. I mean, on it, I should say. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's, it's just as, you know, it's right up there with, even, they might be even worse than the Giants line, you know. Oh, I, I definitely think the Giants have a better offensive line this year. Yeah, with, they, with they, the addition they, they made, they, yeah, they, they, they blocked a few holes because uh, you know from the, the to me the Giants have one glaring hole still, and the jury's out. Let's see if Eric Flowers can block one because I'm almost sure that the the the, the Jaguars are drawing lots with who's going to play it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, need off, need off. Yeah. You know, so right. I, I, I don't know about the Colts. Right. I really don't know. Yeah. I, so yeah, they left me shaking my head in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so uh get into the afternoon games. We got the Chargers hosting the Chiefs. Chargers three and a half favorites, uh point favorites. I don't understand why this line isn't higher. You got a rookie quarterback 
I know Joey Bosa's out of the game for uh, – I keep calling him San Diego. I, I know it's L.A. now, but it's still the Chargers. But, uh, you know, uh, you, the Chargers' defense is one of the t- uh, uh, top uh, in the league. Mahomes, while he can air it out, he's going to be making a ton of mistakes. I, I, you know, I know it's a divisional matchup, but it, to me, this is asking way too much for a rookie uh, to f- kind of face that defense when you know the Chargers' offense is gonna put up points on Kansas City. They're gonna b- score on Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, because when, if, if people remember, if not for a couple of scrubs and 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 some bad special teams play, the Chargers actually. Should have made the playoffs. You know, they they lost like their first three games by a one point, a one point, a two point. You know, it's um, they missed field goal here, field goal there, field goal there, and they lost their first three games. So they finished the season kind of strong. You know, and they got a veteran quarterback who knows how to play. You know, I yeah, I I would take them. I, I don't like how, how the, the Chiefs finished the season, you know. Yeah. The last time I saw the Chiefs, they were blowing a game against Houston. Yeah. I mean, um, against uh, the Titans. Yeah, so I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I'm just moving on for that one because I, I don't really get the line. Uh, next up, we got the Fox game of the week, Dallas traveling to Carolina, you know. The Panthers are two and a half point favorites. To me, this one's a pick 'em. Uh, I'll I'll take the home team just because it's early, but I could easily see the Cowboys winning this matchup. I mean, to be perfectly honest, the biggest hindrance of the Cowboys is it's Jason Garrett in a big game, probably screwing it up for his own team with decision making. But the Cowboys can win this game. Uh, I'll I'll say that much. Uh, I'll I'll take Carolina to win. Uh, and uh, I'll take them to, to cover, uh, to lay the points. But you know, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm, lo- I'm looking at Carolina here, and you got a healthy Cam, you got a healthy Greg Olson, you got Christian McCaffrey firing on all cylinders. The Panthers, when healthy, are one of the top teams in the NFC. So I'm gonna take them. But the the truth of the matter is with Dallas. The biggest issue Dallas has is Travis Frederick is still dealing with that autoimmune issue, and no one actually knows who Dak Prescott's going to throw the football to. So while Ezekiel Elliott could go off and have a monster day running the football, it wouldn't shock me. I got to take Carolina here. I at home, yeah, I, I'll take Carolina. I. I'm thinking that that defense can at least keep Elliott honest. I don't. I don't think they're gonna allow him to run all over the place, you know, uh, against that defense. So I think Carolina should win that game. But like you say, it's really a picking game because it could go the other way too. Yeah. Because Carolina have a way that uh, they just come out and you know. The, the one thing I can say about Cam is, no, he wasn't that healthy last year. He was banged up the whole year. But uh, I still think that he hasn't been as consistent since that MVP season as I would want him to be. 
you know, I know he takes a lot of hits. Doesn't get as protected as some of the other quarterbacks, you know. But I still think I need to see him be more reliable uh, than he is. He makes, he, he throws some some picks that still makes me shake my make my head thing because uh, I I I still think like he shouldn't be doing that at this stage of his career, you know. So I don't know. Uh, we we we'll, we'll see. Yeah, Carolina is one of the teams I gotta wait and see which one shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hold on one second, Kelly. I, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm saying I'm saying to myself, you know, out of the the afternoon matchups, that's probably going to be the best one. Uh. Now you've got uh, this pickup matchup between Arizona and Washington. Uh, I, I want to spend as little time talking about this one as possible, but I will say it's a pickup matchup. I'm actually going to take Sam Bradford here because this is usually the Sam Bradford special where he actually puts on a hell of a performance before he goes down with a nagging injury uh, that no one seems to quite understand. So I'm actually going to take Arizona here. Yeah, well, the, the the thing with 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 Arizona is, I have no problem with Sam Bradford as as a player. The problem I have with him because if Sam Bradford is healthy, Sam Bradford can beat anybody because he can make every throw that you can think about. The problem is just what I said: if Sam Bradford is healthy, he's seldom is. You know, because you you don't want a better performance than Minnesota got out of Sam Bradford. The only problem is that was the only one. Yeah. But just, I don't know. Yeah. So, like, Washington's traveling to the West Coast. I, I'm taking Arizona here uh, just because Sam Bradford's upright at the moment. So, I'm going to take Arizona. And David Johnson's back. To me, it, like, Arizona's got the better squad as long as David Johnson's healthy and Sam Bradford's healthy. So, uh, Arizona's the pick here. Know he's gonna get that ball where he wants it. Yeah. could do that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm taking the cards here. Uh, moving on, it's Denver hosting Seattle. You know, I don't have any confidence in Vance Joseph uh, uh, coaching the Broncos, but Seattle has a leaking offensive line. Doug Baldwin's got an, uh, an ailing knee. The Seattle defense is completely revamped with the uh, the Legion of Boom almost uh, done because uh, Earl Thomas has got one foot out the door already. I mean, they activated him to play today, but, I mean, he held out for as long as he possibly could. You know, I have no confidence in picking Seattle today uh, given – all the all the backs uh, backlash uh, coming out uh, uh, regarding how Pete Carroll handles Russell Wilson. I don't want any piece of the Seattle Seahawks today. Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, the Broncos here, not because I I, I think they're very good or anything, because it's Case Keenum quarterback in the team for crying out loud. Uh, I'm just I'm just taking it because it's a to me it's a better option than uh, gambling on Seattle right now. So. Yeah, I, I I I was reading an article 
um, on my phone yesterday with the with the with the Russell Wilson. Now, from the outside, I don't ever see, you know, because you know it never looks like that to me. Because, like I said, with the kind of beating that Russell Wilson did, I I I said, I hope he doesn't. I hope you don't like me like you like Russell Wilson because they. He's one of the people that, that, that screwed up that line and has never made moves to fix it. So, if he likes Russell Wilson, I don't know. You know, because it's, it's, it's something else. But, um, I, I, I think, you know, he says that, you know, the other, the other people are not saying that and, you know, that's just a rumor, but uh, everybody who has left there. Now, I don't like people running them out after the DC, but anybody uh, can't be wrong. That, that's, so, my, that's my one thing with Seattle. It's the same refrain. It's not, it's right. not, like, it's not like it's changed. <laughs> right. That's, that's where I have a problem. It's because we know Richard Sherman runs his mouth. He, he is that kind of guy, you know. But for for him to be saying the same thing, that and, and I kind of think it kind of makes me believe that Cam Chancellor just says, I'm not taking this shit anymore. And I'm not, you know, I got a problem. And you know what? It, it's a good way to go out. Because I, 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 it, it wants me to believe that if things are different, maybe Cam Chancellor does retire. He, he gives it a go for another year. You know? So you can't have everybody saying the same thing. I mean, even if they're not saying the same exact thing, it's along the lines of the thing. You know? And, like, you know, from the outside, and that a lot of people... It's still pissed off about thing. Every time I talk about Seattle, I'm pissed off. Is that that Super Bowl? That Super Bowl loss, I think, pissed people off more than you know everybody thought because it keeps coming up. You know? Yeah. That, that loss keeps coming up. So I think that's one of the things. You know, because. You know, Pete Carroll always thinks he's the sharpest knife in the drawer. You know, so it, 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 that that Super Bowl loss keeps coming up because that was one of the the dumbest plays. You know, for you know, for, for the to lose to lose a game that you fought so hard in, yeah, uh, and to, to to lose it in that way. Yeah. I it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I wasn't on the field. You know, so. I, yeah. I, I, right. I think that lost bothers people. Yeah. So uh, let's get to the Sunday night matchup. We got Chicago going to Lambeau Field. Chicago is an underdog by eight and a half points. This is one of those where I, this is one of those where it's like no one I quite knows if uh, Khalil Mack's gonna play, but I actually want to take Chicago here mainly because of the fact that the Packers defense isn't good at all 
And with another year under his belt, I think Trubisky can move the football here. I, I you know, like more than a touchdown. I, I don't feel comfortable enough betting on the Packers uh, uh, in that fashion. Uh, even though, because uh, Lambeau Field is not, it's not the same when it's not freezing cold out there. So I, I look at this and I'm saying that you know I kind of I kind of see the Bears uh, being able to do. Uh, uh, do some work here and and, and uh, being able to keep it close. I think the Packers win the game, but I think the Bears can cover eight and a half points. Mm. Uh, look, I know the Packers' defense is really not that good, but I I I, I haven't seen where Trubisky shows me that. He can go there. I don't. I don't worry about Lambo Field. They play in fucking Chicago. I mean, you know what is one degree cooler? <laughs> you know, so I, I don't worry about the the, the cold in Lambo Field. But it's a home game, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, eight and a half might be a a, a, a little bit, but I, you know, it, it might be a, a, a stretch. But but I think Chicago um, Green Bay is gonna win the game. You know, if 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 I had 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 to make a bet, I probably take I probably take Green Bay, uh, uh, and and uh, because it, it's opening night. Aaron Rodgers lives for those big games. You know that that that's the only reason for it. You know, if 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 they had made that pick, if they had made that trade, like we said at the at, at the draft, and Khalil Mack was there for the entire training camp. I'd probably pick Chicago. I'd probably pick Chicago, but uh, he's—I uh, I know he's primarily a pass rusher, but I, I, I don't think—I don't know if he fits into that defense where it can become that kind of a force yet. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... Let's uh let's uh move on to the Monday night matchups. You got the Jets uh going to Detroit. Uh Detroit six and a half. <laughs> Honestly, I would stay away from this game because uh I'm not gonna tell you that. I mean if you it, but for pick and pulls you gotta take the game, but it's like for outright betting, I would stay away from this game. Sam Darnold in his first uh, NFL game wouldn't trust that at all. Matt Stafford is always prone to putting up a ton of yardage and botching things horribly uh, once you get down into the red zone. I would, I really wouldn't stay away from this game, but I gotta pick Detroit to win it, and I'll take them to cover. But man, I have no confidence in either of these teams. What's the one? Dumb and dumb. I, I I don't know. You know, uh, uh, Jim Carter took the fall for that team, but uh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, you know, yeah. You know, look, I know, I know they got a lot of mileage out of those comebacks that they made a couple of years ago, but to me, 
that Detroit team is right where it was from the day Stafford started to right now. I haven't seen any improvement where I can, you know, depend on that team. Shit, even Larry Nardapal said that enough is enough and he's gone. You know, I, I, they built a defense. They, they play with that ferocious defense. They never did anything. They, they put up the offense. They never, I mean, you got to be kidding me. You know, uh, when that's all I can say about Detroit. When? Yeah. When are they gonna do something? Yeah. You know. But um. I. Yeah, I I think we've already spent too much time talking about that game. Let's yeah. let's let's talk about the last game of the slate for Week One. And to me, this one is such a slam dunk. I can't believe the line isn't even higher than this. Uh, the Rams uh, traveling to Oakland. To play John Gruden and the Raiders, uh, I, I mean, the line was two and a half. It's up to three and a half. It, to be honest, it should be six and a half. Uh, to me, this one's a lock for the Rams. Uh, you know, you trade your best player right before the season starts. I'm sure that's going to send a positive message to the locker room. Uh, you know, I don't think the Raiders actually have a game plan. We've talked about this at length. We don't. I, I like. I can't see a single scenario where the Raiders look good in this one, given the fact that you got Jordy Nelson trying to integrate into an offense with Amari Cooper when they play the exact same position. Like, Crabtree's gone. Like, Derek Carr does not have the security blanket that he did last year with Crabtree. The offensive line's a year older, and they were already like on the uh, tailing on the downward trend in a negative way uh, blocking wise in the passing game. Like Aaron Donald's back with a, a nice new contract. Like this could get ugly in my opinion. I, I, I'll be honest. I, like, I don't understand this line. It's like it's, it's maybe Vegas is seeing something about the Raiders and I'm not, but I, like to me between, between the, the bills game, uh, uh, picking the Raiders, uh, the Ravens, and the Rams game. Like I'm taking the Ravens and the Rams in a parlay, and uh, th- that will be my two bi- uh, biggest plays because, like, I I can't understand these lines. I, I really don't understand this line. <laughs> well, one of the things is that I have a is that the Rams are probably so pissed off about that playoff game they want to wipe it from their mouth. So there's a possibility they, they can they can mop up the field with the Raiders, you know, because that Raiders team, and I keep saying this, you know, uh, Rodney Harrison always points it out, but what has you know um, Carr done to, to merit all this accolade that he gets? Because he hasn't really done anything. You know, he's still throwing the same picks that he was throwing in his rookie year. You know, so I, I don't know. I, 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 I forget the Gruden thing, but I, I didn't think that this, this team was, was, was growing at all. You know, they would play one good game and then they would play a horrible game and maybe an okay game and another, you know, so I, I you know. They, they, with, 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 with the additions that the Rams made on that 
defense that was already good, you know, because if you put Sue in there and even though Donald just came in, that's a lot. That you know, yeah, you know, I I don't see how you know the Raiders are uh, are gonna give that defense any problems. Amari Cooper still dropped too many passes for me, you know, and. I thought the best receiver was Crabtree, and they got rid of him. I, I don't understand it, you know, but, hey, you know, this is the Raiders. You know, so I, I I don't know where the points are coming from, because like I said, Amari Cooper, for a guy that's there, what, there's a third year, drops too many passes. Yeah. Too many passes. You know. So he's like a few footsteps away from being a bust to me, you know, with the amount of passes that he drops. So I, you know, I, we don't see, I, 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 I don't know where they, where, where they get their points from. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so. yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Kelly, David Johnson signed a, a three year, $39 million extension, 30 million guaranteed. So for all those people saying that Le'Veon Bell uh, isn't even going to come close to getting uh, Todd Gurley money on the open market, I, you know, I, 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 I can't, I can't, I'm scratching my head because, uh, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to me how you could say that when David Johnson is coming off an injury year, injury-plagued year, he – he, he missed the entire season with that broken wrist. So he's going to be coming in at a discount. He got $30 million guaranteed. Like, like, people need to get serious here. Like, the Steelers are playing hardball here because they, they want to set a precedent that they don't give guaranteed contracts beyond the first year. So, like, the, the, the amount of folks I'm seeing trying to portray Le'Veon Bell as... Uh, as like a a, 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 sab, a saboteur, uh, you know, like people need to get with it. I, I mean, no, no, no. The, the, here's what's happening. Teams like the Steelers and the Giants, you know, these teams always have sympathies because they're they they're deemed the 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 fathers of the NFL. So you shouldn't be doing them that, but. Every now and then, these teams screw up. The Steelers have a way of not wanting to pay running backs. I heard Franco Harris talk about it. He he had to try to hold out. They, they didn't want to pay Jerome they, Bettis. They wouldn't pay. They don't like to pay him. Uh, like Jerome Bettis like, had his own issues where he was like he always was on the verge always. of retiring because you know he wasn't sure if it was going to be worth it. Yep, always. Steelers don't like to pay running backs for some reason. I don't know. You know, because as a matter of fact, the Steelers really not really a big pay. It was a big surprise when they made, when they did that contract with, with Antonio Brock. But the, it, but, but even like still, that that contract was a one year only the first year is guaranteed. Right. He's he's on a, that, a, play, a perform a year so by year it, basis. It, like you said, Antonio Brown bet bet on himself that. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be profitable, so they're going to keep giving me the money, you know. And the Steelers will take that because 
in a way they can't lose because the only way I'm going to pay this money is if you're doing certain things. You know, so that's the way they want that. That's the way they want to do that because they don't want. If anything happens, they want it fall in their favor. That that's the way they are. They're, they tell us that we're a small market team. We're not going to pay that kind of money. But I don't know if people are not watching Le'Veon Bell. You know, if he's on the open market, of course somebody's going to pay for him. You know, you kidding me? Yeah, that, that, that's why I, I like. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting. It's like I. I feel this is stemming more from fantasy football. Like people believing that uh, Le'Veon Bell is taking their money than anything else, but it, it's like, you know, if you're looking at it from a business sense, it makes perfect sense why he's holding out. It's like you may not, you may, you may, you may, you may want to be pissed off as a fan, but it's like logically, it's like this is straightforward. Only, only if you're not understanding the business. You know, yeah, yeah, you want to sit down and watch TV and watch the, the games, but uh, you gotta, you gotta, it, it, it is a business because that's why teams, you know, I saw the Giants kind of cut Mark Bavaro, and, you know, it's only when the fans made a, a fuss about it, George Young and then went out and said, oh, no, 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 that was a mistake. We, we didn't mean to do that. And this is a guy who, who ran through the war for them. So, hey, you got to be kidding me. It, 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 look, let me tell you something. The, 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 you know why Parcells and the Giants always keep butt mad? Because Parcells was, was just like all those owners were. It was just about the money with him. I want control and I want the money. And, you know, like... They, they, that's why he kept moving because as, as, as soon as you don't give me control and give me the money I want, I, I'll move someplace else. You know, that's why he butted heads with all of these owners because he was always, almost like an owner. Because his philosophy was, if I'm if I'm cooking the meat, I want I want to buy the bread, so I want yeah. I want to be able to drop the guy, yeah. and I want you to pay me what I want. Yeah. Anyway, Kelly. Uh, I, I got to move on to the DFS pick, so we'll catch up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll we talk later on. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And don't worry about it. I know what's coming for us, too. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So to close out the show, I'm going to do uh, air the interview I did with my dad on the Le'Veon Bell situation. I'm going to get the episode running up for the DFS picks for today as well so enjoy the interview you know as i said trust in the peter man to fail take the ravens for your survivor pool pick i i know you can also take the saints but i mean you know there's not too many opportunities you're gonna have to take the ravens i would just say trust in the peter man to suck and suck badly and uh, just go with the ravens if you're doing a lock of the day for a bet spread wise the Ravens are going to win two touchdowns. And believe me, I don't say that any time for a Joe Flacco team. But, dear Lord, it's the Peter man. You know, the guy is a walking punchline. Until he proves me wrong, and I'm very confident he won't. You know, this is the play. So, anyway, 
Good luck, folks. Listen to the podcast for the DFS picks uh, coming up later today. And I will see you around the bend. Take it easy. Hey, Throwdown Nation. Are you at the bottom of your fantasy league wondering what is going on with your quarterback? Well, I think I've got a new show that may just fit the bill for you. The show is called Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach Charlie Weiss. Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks to get your burning questions answered, such as, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Can Aaron Rodgers actually play a full season on one healthy leg? And can Dak Prescott actually lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl in spite of Jerry Jones? Coach Weiss and co-host Steve Strau have got you covered on all things quarterbacks. Listen now on Apple Podcasts or any major media platform. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position. Yeah, Kelly. I, I mean, the amount of people that are having these takes about Le'Veon Bell, I have to scratch my head because at the end of the day, when people talk about Le'Veon Bell and the contract situation, they keep harping back to that the Steelers offered them five years, $70 million. Only the first year was guaranteed money, and the guaranteed money was not more than what he's currently being franchise tagged at with the $14.5 million. So, so basically, he would have been accepting $15 million guaranteed than anything else. It, it, it made no sense. Yet people keep insinuating that Le'Veon is doing this crazy thing by missing out almost a million dollars a game. He's he, he's pl- he's planning you know for what, the long term. You know, you know what your problem is doing? You keep forgetting how stupid these people is. A lot of people keep watching at these things and thinking that an NFL contract is like a, a an NBA or a major league contract. They 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 wanted the money. They wanted the money. They for some reason, even though they explain it, they don't realize that 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 when you sign Beckham for hundred and ninety something million dollars, it's only the, the guaranteed money. That's the only thing about the Kirk Cousins contract, is that it's almost all guaranteed. It's why I thought that the, the Vikings were crazy because I don't I didn't see where Kurt Cousins has a resume to make me guarantee all this money. It's the same thing like the like the Golden contract. It's just, uh, I, I don't see where you're showing me that that he guarantees that kind of money. But here's you know? the here's the here you know what you want to know why I keep like uh, I keep looking at this situation that people don't get it. Look at DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray got his guaranteed money from the Eagles, then got traded to the Titans, but was so used up from the amount of carries he's got, he's out of the league now because he was completely used up in that four-year period. That's what Le'Veon Bell's afraid of. He's afraid of, and it's the the analogy I I heard from – uh, it was uh, it was actually Nick Wright on Fox Sports. Like uh, the first things first, he 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 said it's like the Steelers are, we're going to use him like a rental car. The the way you use you know, a rental car is you put in as little gas as possible. You know who ended up that way? Um, um, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones ended up that way. Um, oh gosh, he played for the Colts. Yeah, Edwin James. Edwin James. By the time Edwin James got out from under that franchise tag, 
He was done. He was done. He never got a, 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 a take contract because he, he got used up on the, the franchise thing. So, you know, it's it, it, okay for everybody to talk about the only thing I thought Ben should have done is see if he could have got them to raise the amount of money in the franchise tax. I think I think it's fourteen million. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's four. It's fourteen and a half million. Yeah, because good cousins paid for that fourteen million, but he's a quarterback. They last longer. Quarterback can always do that. Because he can play a two or three years. Yeah, a quarterback can get injured, but how often does that happen? You know, look, RG3 had that season, and Shanahan kept him in that playoff game. Yeah, he got injured, and he, 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 he came off the field, and, and then he, he banded his foot and went back. Never should have put him back in the game. Never should have allowed him to go back in the game. You know, and and then he ended up in a way where Shanahan didn't really give a shit because he didn't, he didn't like him. So the next year when he realized that Shanahan was actually going to give his job to Cousins, he rushed back from that injury and screwed himself, and he's never recovered from it. Never recovered. He never got back the legs or anything. And without this, the, without those legs, RG3 yeah. is not as good a quarterback as I think because he never really learned to, to stand up and, you know, like, you know, yeah. this is why I laugh when people talk about Russell Wilson with the RG3 thing. It, 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 you got to be kidding me. Russell could stand in, the, in that pocket and throw like crazy. You know, he whips that ball and make all of those throws from the pocket. But with RG3... If, if he didn't have those legs, he can't make those plays because he's a quarterback that is totally dependent on movement, you know. And he, since when he rushed yeah. back but he, you know, that, but that he, next coming season, yeah. how he should have never played until, like, like uh, the, the, the break uh, thing, you know, the bye week. But he didn't want to do that because he realized that Sam was planning to give away his job and he'd never get back on the field. Yeah, yeah so he but he uh, back in training camp and, and screwed himself and never was the same again. Yeah, but see, here here's the thing that people don't seem to understand. In any other work environment, if you saw someone, and people keep saying that because of Gurley's age and just that the fact that Rams were dumb enough to offer that contract, Le'Veon Bell shouldn't expect that contract. Here's the thing. The bottom line is quarterbacks are well, well overpaid by and large. So he's just looking for one team willing to be getting close to that. People seem to keep discounting. It's like he's never going to get it. No one thought Gurley was going to get that contract either. And guess what? He got that contract. So it's like I don't know if like they need the examples of DeMarco Murray, Maurice Jones-Drew, Edgerin James. Running backs get chewed up and spit out all the time in the NFL. So if he's going to miss the games, he's going to miss the, ga- the game checks. But he's he's looking at it long term. It's like, I want $40 million guaranteed minimum. At a minimum. 
and so he's willing to sacrifice and he's willing to sacrifice the eight and a half million for not reporting for ten weeks. I don't understand how people are not gauging that. Now, it, it, could it be a case where NFL teams blackball him and he only gets like twenty five million guaranteed from teams? Yeah, it's entirely possible that teams basically give him the same contract the Steelers did, but just give him just the amount of extra money that he missed out on from game checks, and that's what he has to settle with. It's entirely possible that it goes down like that, the way NFL teams operate. Because, remember, Callie, there's no such thing as collusion. It's just that 32 teams just seem to have a way of operating in similar fashion where these things no, just they, end, they, they end up working out. You get together to, to, to teach him a lesson. You know. Man, he's a fucking guy. I I would have loved the Giants to get. I, you know, I used to watch Devin Coco running and I'm like, oh, man, you know. But, you know, anyway, let me let me do fucking start. Because if I if I go over the, the, the many ways that Jerry Reese invented to fuck the Giants, you know, I'll be talking till in the morning. You know, he screwed us so much that we could never reach for anybody or 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 or, or make a play for anything because we were always in hey. fucking need. Every draft, Kelly, 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 all the draft picks from the, the previous year was fucking butt. Kelly, Jerry Reese has set up Will Beattie for life. All right, you 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 don't look at the positives that he has done for certain. NFL players with their careers. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can make it the, the head of the NFL players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, that's the thing. It's like the 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 options Le'Veon Bell really had uh, to safeguard against this year would have been taking out an insurance policy for this season. But there's no insurance policy in the world that would have guaranteed the the maximum payout that he would have lost with a contract this year. That's the that's the reality of the situation. Le'Veon Bell wants his guaranteed money to be at a minimum uh, thirty five to forty million. That's what he's looking for. Steelers only wanted to give him uh, the uh, the uh, fifteen and a half. Which basically I'm, is the, uh, is the is, is the franchise tag. Golf franchise, three straight years, and then they never signed him. So he ended up signing with um, the Arizona. He was never the same. He wasn't that Edwin James that 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 was ten other players. I think he never. Yeah, he had a couple so so years. But he was never that poor. He all his good years was with that franchise tag with 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 with, with uh, thing. You know, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, but it's like you know, the 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 common refrain. The only thing I said with Demarco Murray is that, but he, he but he took the money with Philadelphia. Now if he had stayed in Dallas. He would have a better line to run behind. It might have, he might have lasted longer, but then he wouldn't get the money. Yes, that's exactly what was the issue. He took the money, knowing that he was going to get run into the ground. But at least he had the option of taking more money. That's why. Yeah, that's what he did. He took the money, and then he took the money in Tennessee. 
but you know, it, you know, it, it didn't last long. You know, I mean, he could have still come back this season, but he would have been draining, draining the the, the bottle because you could see last year it was, you know, Henry was much better than him. You know, he he just didn't have anything. You know. So uh, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, I, I, I look. Let me tell you something. When it comes to NFL players, I never begrudge any of the guys who hold out. You know, hey, the only thing I was saying with with Donald is that I, I wish something happened that 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 he could limit it, even though we never we never could have money to pay him. You know. You know. Uh, because Jerry Reese even fucked us going out the door because he gave that big contract to, 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 to um, Jason Pierre-Paul when he didn't need to give him that kind of money. He should have signed in the year before when he could have given him less, you know? Because I don't think anybody was going to give Pierre-Paul that kind of money that, that, that he gave him, you know? And then he gave him that money and screwed us over and then traded him. The 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 next year, so uh, you know it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but but it, it, it it's 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 one of those where it's like people love talking about other people's money when it's not their money to be gambling with. It it, it, it never ceases to amaze me, like uh, how much people are are trying to crush Le'Veon Bell. But it's like one thing it's because the only people that and again, this is why the NFL screwed up. Because his teammates can be mad that he's not part of the brotherhood, but they also have to respect the business aspect of it. But when they came out and actually ripped him for not actually respecting the business portion of it, it showed why the NFL uh, Players Association is such a joke. Because you had two player reps criticizing a player for actually trying to uh, run up against the CBA. Because they're like, well, you don't have any other options, so you should. You might as well just report in. Actually, he does have options, just not report in. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. You know, when I know that they offered him the the, the the contract, I'm like, they never said what it was. Then when you heard what it was, they know he's not gonna take that. It's almost the same money he's making with the franchise that. You know, so it, it 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 didn't make sense to lock yourself in for four years at at, at that money, because any time within that four years they could cut you. Yeah, you could go with another team, but they're not gonna cut you while you're still good. You know, so yeah. Let's see what. All right. Yeah. We'll talk later. All right. Take it easy, Kelly. It's the most talked about position in all of sports, the quarterback. And now there's a show solely dedicated to the most sought after role on the field, Celebrity QB, featuring four-time Super Bowl champion coach, Charlie Weiss. 
Unlike other football shows, you'll get the inside scoop on all things quarterbacks. Like, is this the year Tom Brady finally looks his age? Will dating Danica Patrick distract Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's dating Danica Patrick, Charlie. We're interested in that, you know? Well, I mean, Tommy's got Giselle. I'll, I'll take Giselle, okay? <laughs> is Dak Prescott good enough to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys? Which rookie quarterback has the best shot of making a positive impact in 2018? How about intellectually, Charlie, as far as what they ask the quarterbacks to do now? The game has changed, but the pressure that's put on quarterbacks and it always been put on quarterbacks is tremendous. Join Charlie Weiss and co-host Steve Strout on an all-new podcast from Lasting Media, exclusively about quarterbacks. Subscribe now at Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to great podcasts. Celebrity QB, everyone's favorite position.